This is not your century. This is Not Your Century, where we celebrate the news and the news media of centuries gone by. I'm King Kaufman. November 15th, 1999. The San Francisco Chronicle has a question. What's life in the Bay Area going to be like in 20 years? The Chronicle tried to answer that question in a special 16-page section called Bay Area 2020. The lead headline says that 20 years from now, the Bay Area will be a very different place. Here is a detailed guide to that future. November 14th and 15th, 2019. Today and tomorrow. It's exactly 20 years in the future. Let's see how they did. I think we did pretty well. I mean, uh, that's Mark Lundgren, a Metro editor at the Chronicle, who was the entertainment editor in 1999, and he oversaw Bay Area 2020. Went through and checked off the things that we got right or close to being right. Um, One of the main things was the city becoming a playground for the members of the uh, of the tech industry. Um, A kind of light note: we. We predicted robot vacuums, but I think they they flew in our scenario. The lead story describes the project as an example of scenario forecasting. That's a research technique used by governments and corporations to plan for the future. Researchers invent and then carefully consider a variety of possible and plausible futures. The scenarios are written as fiction, but they're not just guesses. And they're presented as possible futures, not predictions. Still, they read like predictions, and one consistent one is that people will be living longer. In almost all of the stories, which are written like fiction or like present-day feature stories, the protagonists are elderly, but they're doing things we'd associate with people in their 20s, 30s, and 40s. We focused a lot on biotech uh, advances, and coming biotech advances, but I think that generally technology has taken, uh, uh, has leaped farther ahead faster than biotech has. One piece tells the story of Melinda, who's 92. She has a 28-year-old daughter and moves with the grace of a 30-year-old. It all sounds pretty fanciful, but then there's this. Melinda lives in East Palo Alto, where the average house costs $10 million. In 2005, the article says, developers convinced local officials that the only way to enrich the tax base was to persuade landlords to evict the people who live there tear down the old homes and apartment houses, and replace them with expensive new homes. The area's residents, most of them quite poor and therefore largely powerless, were offered deals they couldn't refuse. Point-of-sale electronic cash cards and houses outside Stockton, the new jumping-off point for Bay Area commuters. And they were promised jobs as gardeners and house staff in the sumptuous new houses built on land they used to live on. That's not exactly how things went down in 2005 and after, but it's not a bad set of guesses. In another story, a pair of business partners spend their day talking to each other by video screen. We had a nascent version of uh, what's known as FaceTime on iPhone now. She's in Hong Kong, which has reverted to Great Britain in a big financial deal, and he's in San Francisco. A war breaks out, so she quickly hops onto a, quote, shuttle from Hong Kong to SFO, and he picks her up at gate 654. She's surprised when they get on BART. Where's your car, she says. He says, I don't have a car. Remember, I work at home. They go out to dinner, and he orders a bottle of Absolute Viagra. Eh, the video phone thing was good. There's a story about a terrorist attack on BART that we don't have to get too deeply into, except for a couple things. 
One, the wild predictions of high prices in the future. A house in Union City being a steal at $750,000, which would probably be a pretty decent deal in Union City today. And a mention of one year at a university costing a crazy amount, about $50,000. We described a coming wealth gap, which is a big political issue now. And we also almost nailed the Raiders moving out of Oakland, but we had them moving to Fresno instead. But still, pretty good. One story says Muni Metro shut down for repairs in 2014 and never reopened, leaving the abandoned tunnels to a squatter's community of artists, professional bohemians, and bored rich kids. Yeah, right. Squatters. All that square footage, the Muni Metro tunnels, in San Francisco, not monetized? Not in 2020. They got that wrong. What else? What did they miss? Why'd they miss it? We'll talk about that and a few other things they got right on tomorrow's show. At least, that's my prediction. You can see Bay Area 2020 yourself. Go to sfchronicle.com slash bayarea2020. This has been Not Your Century, a production of the San Francisco Chronicle. Audrey Cooper, editor-in-chief. Get great journalism today at sfchronicle.com. I'm King Kaufman. Talk to me on Twitter at King underscore Kaufman. We now return you to your century.